Right. We're just about to record episode eight, and Lee's text me to say he's a bit late. Uh, so I thought I'd take this opportunity. A couple of episodes ago, episode six, I think, six or seven, I mentioned Lee's short story. So because Lee's late, I'm going to read a bit of it. This is a short story for Jim, dated the 11th of February, 2006, by Lee Archibald Cottage. Lee pushed his way through the brambles in Jim's gateway and stepped up to the front door. The last time he'd been here, it had been clear. The wall, a little wobbly, but otherwise in good condition. He couldn't understand how Jim and Steph had let it get into such condition. He searched for the bell and found a button beneath a few strands of ivy. He pressed the button and it stayed in. A clattering of half-ring sounding just beyond the two sets of doors. Lee scratched it, trying to get his fingernails under the edge to stop the ringing. Slightly panicky, he thumped the door frame and the button popped out. Lee stood there for a few minutes and was about to call Jim on his mobile when he heard a rather wet coughing sound approaching from within. Chains clattered and locks clicked and the inner door opened. <laughs> a middle-aged hairy fat man who answered Jim's door spat on the concrete, well within a foot of Lee's trainers. You about the helmet? he asked. Helmet? Lee replied. I'm here to see Jim. Jim? No Jim here, mate. Must have got a wrong house. Lee had the sudden horrible feeling that he had picked the wrong pathway. He stepped back and looked at the number on the gate and on the house next door. He had the right house, all right. He had an idea. Actually, I'd like to see Steph, he said to Harry Stinkmonkey. He looked puzzled and a little cross. What do you want to see her for? He said, spitting on the path once more. She's expecting me, Lee replied. He was getting a little angry now, partly because of Harry Stinkmonkey's attitude, but mainly because of the embarrassment. Lee tended to live his life in a permanent state of embarrassment <laughs> in varying degrees. He was just waiting for Stinkmonkey to make him look like a complete tit. Until then, he'd plough on. Could you tell her I'm here, please? said Lee. Nah, said Stinkmonkey. Did you say nah? asked Lee with an increasing feeling of unreality. Yeah. Why? No one called Steph here, Stinkmonkey grinned, displaying a fine set of ivories. More of a pair than a set, really. Also more ebony than ivory. He scratched his ass and glanced at his fingers. <laughs> okay. Still no sign of Lee. Let's play one. Lee stood there, torn between the need to find his friend <laughs> and the need to get away from Stink Monkey and perhaps have his nasal passage dry, <laughs> dry cleaned. Stink Monkey suddenly looked thoughtful. Your name Lee, he said. That's right, Lee Cottage, replied Lee. Hope dawning. Bloke that was here for me left something. Stink Monkey shambled off and left Lee waiting, wondering if he should follow. Just as Lee had reached the point of making a decision, Stink Monkey returned with a grubby yellow envelope. Ah, oh, Lee's here now. To be continued, maybe. Anyway, welcome to Potato Wafflers. Uh, episode... Is it? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> are we doing, are we doing the, the welcome bit now, then? Yeah, yeah. Are we actually going to start? Yeah. All right, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, episode eight. eight. Good. So what's what's been, what's new? Hello everyone. Uh, it's, uh, this is Lee, and uh, that was Jim. I just thought I'd better introduce myself because we we only just got past the episode name there, or, or number. <laughs> so episode eight. What's big, what's occurring, Jim? What have you been up to this week? Not a lot, really. No, I mean I barely leave the house at the moment. When you said you were woefully unprepared for this episode, mm. oh, I meant it. I didn't know you really meant it. Yeah. Well, all I've done is my mum's birthday, so I went out, took her out for dinner. Oh, uh, that's nice. And other than that, twenty-eight was she? 
numbers around the wrong way. <laughs> Does she listen to this? No, she won't listen to <laughs> you this. You better hope she doesn't. <laughs> she can't be that old. No, she's not that old. You're only a, you're only a young man. I, mean, I was the youngest child. Right. Of, of how many kids? Two. Oh. That, that okay. I know of. <laughs> well, Lee, we've got a surprise for you, and they're here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> What have you been up to? I went to a council meeting. Ooh. Yeah, about the warehouse. About thing. the warehouse, right. But you said we've already done the warehouse. So no, I no, no. This is this is this is an update on the warehouse. So you, you know I wrote to MPs and that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. Outstanding letter. Fantastic. I so myself. Brilliant letter. But yeah, so then we we went to this the local and it was very much like a Jackie Weaver type of council meeting. Mm. There was there was a woman there. I can't remember her name, but she was very much a Jackie Weaver type of woman. Right. But this is all live. We're not on Zoom or anything. <laughs> we turned up and the the councillors were sitting around some tables. There were two people there from the the evil builders um, who who were there to to give a, a a talk on it. Right. What was it? Five of us, five members of the public turned up and. They looked a bit startled, the, the councillors. Um, one of them ran over to the cupboard to get some of the special chairs out for us. <laughs> right. <laughs> Emergency chairs. So, yeah, that's it. So, <laughs> you can have the nice chairs. <laughs> oh, thanks very much. <laughs> so we all said our bit. These people that they sent, they obviously... They, they were like some a couple of kids that had been sent after school. And it was like a... Work experience type thing. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah, that sort of thing. It's like a, a debating club. You know, it was, <laughs> that's what they were like. It's like they'd sat down and they'd come up with some good points and written yeah. on a bit of paper earlier on. And they were fidgeting as they were standing there talking. And at one point, one of the girls was trying to talk about, uh, trying to use a word, I forget what it was now. <laughs> and she was humming and ahhing, trying to, trying to think what this word is. And I actually called it out and called out <laughs> to her with the word to help her out. <laughs> Because it was just so agonising. Started heckling. Um, yeah, it was a bit like that. I mean, afterwards, it's always afterwards. You come up with those. Yeah, Damn, yeah. Damn, I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> there were a few crackers I could have said, but damn, I let the my neighbours say their stuff first because they mm. made some really good points, and then I just came in with a bit of a banger. Right. And what was your question? Considering I'm living fifty meter. Uh, Probably closer than that. Let's say it's about 50 metres away from this warehouse, which is apparently going to be 12 metres tall. Jesus. Yeah, because of the uh, the mechanisms they have. They said, well, it takes up less foot floor space, so it's better environmentally because it doesn't take up so much ground space and there's more room for vehicles to park around. Yay. But of course, <laughs> it's literally going to block out half the sky and you won't be able to see the North Downs anymore or anything. You know, it's gone. It's just going to be the side of a building. Wow. Yeah. So my question was, you say you don't know who's going to own or, or operate from this place yet because you haven't sold it to anyone. Mm. But do you have any idea whether or not this will be a 24-hour operation? Because most distribution companies are. It's not worth their while to not be 24 hours, is it? Mm -hmm. So are we going to have lights, reversing lorries, uh, air pollution, etc., yeah. all night long? Oh, uh, well, we 
we don't know. Well, probably was the answer to that. We come God. right next to us. So that's going to be right on top of us. Wow. Helen asked about them planting trees. Are they planting trees and stuff to yeah. block it block it out a bit? Well, we don't have any plans to. One of the things they said, this, this really paid me off a bit, was that... Um, even though they're going to build over all the all the nature here, they're going to plant some trees elsewhere. It's <laughs> net, there's net benefits to just the way you said it. There'll be net benefits to the environment because they'll plant the tree somewhere else. Yeah, well, probably in the CEO's garden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> On the golf course. I mean, shit. So anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Really, I live in <laughs> and it's called it's called because that's edit edit i live in a place that's got a roman name and it's got that <laughs> roman name because there is a roman villa just a little ways up the road that they discovered and there's lots of other roman settlement stuff around here caractacus was there you know you may have heard of caractacus even if you don't know who he was nope <laughs> not heard the name caractacus no not even in chitty chitty bang bang I watched Chitty Chitty Bang Bang about 30 years ago. <laughs> Caractus, Caractacus Potts, the inventor, is named after Caractacus, the Celt who fought against the Romans. Anyway. Right. Is that where Crackpot comes that's from? That's all happened around here. Sorry? Is that where Crackpot comes from? I know the, the only Crackpot I can think of at the moment is asking silly questions <laughs> when I'm trying to teach him something. Anyway. So there's a lot of history going on around here. Yeah. And... Uh, lot of roman history so the equites park equites is roman cavalry is what it means right and i don't think it was planned but it annoyed me just as just the same (laughs) (laughs) whether or not we can stop it happening is you know it's a matter of time connections and money connections and money i guess yeah damn anyway should we move on to something lighter yes i Got uh, shat on by a seagull? No, not hmm? not this week. I have been shat on by a seagull. <laughs> Considering where you live. It, exactly. Right. Last week, yeah. we, we left some wonderful cliffhangers. There oh, yeah. was your, your Gurkha story. Steve. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stephen Margum and Marjoram. the, mi- the Marjoram and the Micra incident. The Nissan Micra murder attempt. <laughs> <laughs> You want me to tell all of these? Stories? No, no, no. Pick one. Um, <laughs> oh, it's very quick. The the Gurkha thing. It was just a a moment of my awkwardness, really. Right. Um, it's quite early days between me and Helen, so it's about twenty years ago. And at that time, she was working, uh, helping families that come to this country. Their kids couldn't speak English. Helen was helping them in their lessons, doing private tutoring, helping helping. And anyway, close by to where we are, there was a barracks and the Gurkhas operated from there. Yeah. Absolutely lovely people. Yeah. As you'll see from my story. <laughs> and they thought a lot of Helen. So she was invited and, and me. I was, <laughs> We weren't married, I don't think, at that point. We were just together. Right. And I, I, so, I, so I tagged along to this. She was invited to what she thought was just like this sort of cup of tea type of meeting type of sort of thing. So we get there and... Uh, I said, oh, do, you want any, do you want anything to drink? And I'll, I'll point out that teachers are held in very high regard in their culture. Right. So we're sat down on this sofa, and there's a couple of smiling family members just sitting opposite us, smiling, smiling and smiling, and I'm nodding and smiling back, and yeah, great. And uh, other members of the family leave the room. Oh, 
Can we get you anything to drink? Oh, I'll have a Coke. Yeah, that was lovely, thanks. Off we go. Come back with a Coke. Give me the Coke. Bow and back away from me. Lovely. First. Odd. <laughs> odd odd delivery system, but I'll go with that. I gave him a bow back. <laughs> I don't know if that's right, but I just did it anyway. So I'm sipping on my Coke, uh, and then it brings some food in. And there's these lovely little pastry things, or whatever they were. I thought, oh, oh, that's nice. They look nice. Have some of them. So me and Helen had a, had a couple of those. Oh, that's a bit filling. And then uh, we're chatting away and talking to parents and the kids coming and going and that. Uh, and then another tr- another plate comes in. We put it down in front of us, back, bow, back away. Another plate full of food. I thought, God, main course. Right. Wasn't expecting this, but good job I haven't eaten yet. Eat some of that. Really nice. Oh, your Coke's empty. We'll get you another one without me asking. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks very much. Well... Helen goes, we really must be going, but oh, we haven't got there yet. Sorry, there was another plate came out first. Right. We thought, enough's enough. <laughs> so there's three plates have come out with different types of food. We've eaten loads of food. And then Helen said, we really must be going. And there's a sort of shocked look on the mother's face. She said, but, but we haven't brought the main course out yet. <laughs> so like, what? <laughs> so, so this food comes out. God. And by now I'm like, oh, guts exploding with crammed full of food. <laughs> So's Helen. You know, she's got no appetite as it is. Yeah. So anyway, they brought the main out, chicken dish, and then there's like five of them sitting there in front. None of them are eating, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just sitting there watching while God. we eat, staring right in my face. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure you're enjoying <laughs> it. Where chicken goes in, you know what's coming. <laughs> and nom, nom. Oh, there's quite a few bones in this. Oh, no. And they're all watching me. And I I mean, I don't know. A more sensible person might have gone, excuse me, and taken the bones out. I don't know. <laughs> so me, I'm crunching as, as carefully as I can. I'm crunching up these bits of bone. Oh, God. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Oh, God. Swallow, scrape. <laughs> Oh my <laughs> a God. bit more coke red face got some coke <laughs> going a bit more red mmm <laughs> lovely <laughs> and then well whew, thanks so much oh pudding's <laughs> on its way <laughs> oh no <laughs> I wanted a I wanted something to be sick into just so I could have the next course <laughs> oh God so they brought these like savoury donut things out next <laughs> Uh, by the way, after we'd had those, we said, we really, really have to go now. But there's still three more courses. I'm sorry, but we can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, it was about seven, eight courses or something. Oh, my God. They didn't warn us. That was just amazing hospitality. Wow. Yeah. I, didn't, I did not know to expect that. <laughs> so that is the amazing generosity of the Gurkhas. Yeah. And my awkwardness in their <laughs> presence. <laughs> uh, your, your story reminds me of um, a time when, when I was living in London, minus Steph's first place in East London. And we had um, some Lithuanians who lived below us. Probably the first couple of weeks of being there, they were, mm. they were so nice. We got, I, I got back one day and we'd been sort of decorating or moving in or just still sorting stuff out. The woman 
um, there's a, a couple living downstairs. And the woman sort of bumped into me in the little entrance bit yep. and said, oh, you, you must be tired. You must be hungry. Come in, come in and have a, have a drink. I was like, all right, I'm just going to go upstairs and say, say hello to Steph and, and we'll, we'll, we'll come down. And Steph was like, oh, I've, got, I've just got too much to do. Just, just, just go down and you know, be, be polite and then, then come back in 20 minutes or so. So I went down and said, oh, Steph's, Steph's a bit tired. She's really busy. And they're like, oh, no problem, no problem. And um, they pulled me out this like pinkish, brownish drink. <laughs> the, the guy said oh it's it's my homemade um potato vodka or something like that and i was like oh brilliant oh lovely oh let's try some of that and it's like blow your brain out strong i was like christ and my my when i don't like a drink my way of getting rid of it is just to neck it really quickly um, pretty common yeah. pretty common and um they were like for you or... i don't know i, I assume most make people it, make it go away yeah exactly <laughs> just make it go away get rid of it and then we'll, think, we can move on i think my my thing would have been to oh if Where's your toilet? <laughs> yeah. Just take it with me and tip it down there. <laughs> so anyway, I, I downed this this drink and they're like, oh, oh, you like it? Oh, I topped no, it up no. and sort of filled it up, little glass halfway full. I was like, oh, shit. How am I going to get out of this now? And I was like, yeah, it's, thanks. It's really, it's really nice. <laughs> I, I was basically trapped in a politeness loop of them Sounds being really similar. yeah them being really hospitable and me being oh god we're so english what, we? i know so english you can't say actually it's not for me thank you very much no no no. i'll just i'll just quickly get this out of the way yeah <laughs> oh you really like that then? another <laughs> click, click. yeah how definitely. many glasses in were you before you actually liked it um oh, <laughs> or were numb and couldn't i think my memory went first my memory went before my taste buds <laughs> then had a few a few glasses of this, and they brought out some snacks, and it was like little Ooh, lovely little thin strips of pink meat. And I was like, oh, mm. I was sort of chewing it and chewing it, and I was like, oh, it's, it's not, I mean, it's not bad. Um, it's very chewy, but I, I can I can eat this. So we were sort of eating this, chatting away, drinking this horrible brown vodka, and then <laughs> so we got through the the chewy meat, and she she goes off and brings out a pig's ear. An actual pig's ear. Still looked and, like a pig's ear. Yep. And a chopping board and starts chopping it up into these little thin pink strips. And I was like, holy <sighs> shit, I've just eaten a pig's That's ear. That's what you've just been eating. <laughs> <laughs> Did you shave it first? <laughs> uh, no. No, it was bristles and everything. Oh. Um, <laughs> Steph said I came back about two hours later, absolutely obliterated, like pissed out of my brain and just, just passed out, fell asleep. <laughs> But they were so nice. They're such nice. Two hours in the toilet vomiting up. Pink. <laughs> yeah. I, do you know what? I probably was sick that night. I must have been because I don't do well with spirits. <laughs> Fucking hell! But they're so, such lovely people, and they were great neighbours. Yeah. All the time they were there, they were great. I, I remember. I don't remember her, but I remember him. I yeah. Did meet him. Yeah, he was a character. I met him at your wedding, I think. Yeah. As well, I did meet him before that. In fact, I think maybe he followed us to the pub once. He came, met us in the pub. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I remember it was a character. Your reaction. Was he wearing the cowboy hat then? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember because I had my back to the door. We were sitting in the pub garden. I had my back to the door. Hmm. You saw him coming towards us, and you were just going, "Jim, Jim, he, he's dressed as a cowboy, Jim. He's dressed as a cowboy, <laughs> Jim. He, he's dressed as a cowboy. He's coming over. He's dressed as a cowboy." And he was. He did. He was called R two. He had a, a cowboy hat and a leather waistcoat with the tassels on it. He loved it. It was a real character around town. I remember nice. another time in that pub with him and his missus. He was at the bar getting drinks, and Steph was um, Steph was in the toilets and 
Achy Breaky Heart came on. <laughs> oh, no. And obviously he dresses as a cowboy, so they're clearly into cowboys. And I remember the most <laughs> mortifying moment, one of the most mortifying moments of my life was Achy Breaky Heart came on and she jumped up and went, oh, I love this song and started <laughs> doing a solo line dance in front of me <laughs> in the pub. Like other other normal English people around. It was a not, bit like a cowboy lap dance. It was, it was <laughs> like a very, very weird cowboy lap dance. And I was just, look, I'm not joining in, obviously. But you're looking, uh, you're looking <laughs> into my eyes. <laughs> you're looking into my eyes and line dancing. I would be looking anywhere but her eyes. <laughs> and I, honestly, I was like, fucking hell, Steph, come back from the toilet. R2, come back with the drinks. So anybody, help me, help me, help me. Holy shit. And people are obviously looking at this woman giving it all the... Hey! Oh. I was like, far fuck. I don't sake. know. I'd be torn there. <laughs> thinking, would it be worse to join in? Or, or it just to sit here awkwardly? <laughs> it would definitely have been worse to join in. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God, Were people was... laughing at you? Yeah. Yeah, people were literally pointing and laughing. Bless <laughs> <laughs> them. Ah, but no, they were great, great people. Great couple. Oh, oh what dear. a song as well. Yeah, what a song. <laughs> what a banger. <laughs> oh, dear. Have you ever been tricked into doing fancy dress? I know it's a cliche, isn't it? No. No, no. <laughs> I, that, no, I haven't, actually. <laughs> Have you really? Oh, oh fuck, yeah. Fucking hell, that is tragic. I Me. Mean, <laughs> You're talking about some, but this is oh, this is before I met Helen. This right. is a long time ago. Okay. So I'm young, very naive. <laughs> what am I, about 24 or something? Yeah. 23, 24, something like that. Yeah, I was about 22, 23, actually. I was even slightly younger. So I, I was quite proud of my body in those days. It was quite sort of lean and, and strong. Not yeah. quite what I am now. But um, So my friend said to me, <laughs> Oh yeah, we, there's a, a, a small bar thing in Maidstone, middle of Maidstone. Me and my friends are going there. It's going to be fancy dress. Yeah, come along, and meet us there. It'd be brilliant. And I thought, oh god, I haven't got any. I haven't got any fancy dress. I haven't got any fancy dress. What can I do? Anyway, I, I spoke to my friends. She was very, very good at fashion, and she could create things off the cuff, you know, quite quickly. And she said, oh, I know. You could go. <laughs> You could go as a Native American. Oh right? my god! Because I've got I've got perfect for you. I've got these sort of baggy sort of um, balloon type right fawn trousers you can wear and and sandals. <laughs> and then for my top half, it's just it's like oh I don't know how what it's called, but it's like if you the, can just the picture bead a, bre- a best breastplate. Yeah. Made of like bamboo sticks with beads and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, um, so nothing on the top half apart from that, and a big headdress with feathers, <laughs> right? War paint and everything. God. So I then get oh, a bit nervous. I'm a bit nervous because I'm not I'm not good in in social situations because my autism. <laughs> yeah. And all that. So quite cruel actually. Very cruel. Get me to do this. So um, I parked up in in the town and it was about a 25 30 minute walk <laughs> no, no, it was about 20 minutes about 20 minutes walk from the car park so i'm walking across it's a busy pub club type of town saturday night uh nine o'clock i think it was 
So it's a lot of people around turning and looking and staring and watching me go past. <laughs> and I'm looking down, clip, flop, flop, <laughs> down the road. <laughs> My feathers blowing in the breeze. <laughs> Cultural appropriation yeah. <laughs> out of the box and all that. <laughs> I made it down to this bar and there were two bouncers on the door. And I walked up to the door and he just looked at me and went, no, mate. <laughs> Right, oh, and I just stood there, quite shocked and confused. Thought, but it's fancy dress, and I could see past him through the door all the people just sitting in there in normal, casual clothes, and some grinning faces at the back. And I thought, fucking a holes. <laughs> I like the way you edited the a hole, but said the fucking yeah. <laughs> I nearly said something very rude because <laughs> I was extremely upset. <laughs> And the and the bouncer's like looming over me now. No, mate. <laughs> and I was like, but oh, I didn't talk to him again. Oh, <laughs> so I I just I had to walk back shamefacedly across town for twenty minutes. All right, hi, Waffer. Geronimo, <coughs> that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Shouted out of car windows at me, that sort of thing. Took the headdress off, kept it under my arm. <laughs> John looks silly. <laughs> Got back to the car, went home. Uh that was utterly mortifying. That's a bad day. So, yeah. So, cowboys to Indian Native Americans. Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. That that's was, that's a mean, horrible story. You hear about people being tricked into these things, but, you know, me being utterly awful in social situations, so nervous, terrible around, you know, I have to push myself to do things. And then they did that to me, and it wasn't funny. No. But I just, I was amused inside. I was amused by the bouncer's reaction when I walked up to him. Yeah. He just loomed over me and goes, no, mate. <laughs> Do you remember last episode we put a bet on a horse? <gasps> wait, wait, wait. It was give me a copper. Bang on. Right, now I'm going to try to stretch our technology capability. Can you Ooh. see my screen? I can. Brilliant. Preloaded here, right? Oh, here is the live video. Oh, um, watched it. I watched it live. The horse with the white doodah on its nose is our horse. Oh, that's ours, is it? Then nice. I, I don't know. Like, I can't remember. Like an eighties, because I know it's a pretty old horse. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like a headband, sort of thing. <laughs> bit of an old dude type of thing. Yeah. So the other two, the, this is it. This is only a three-horse race. Oh, um, I'm going to play it from from here. By all means, you can do some commentary or we can just sit and watch and then I'll edit in your reaction. There's three horses. They're jumping over stuff. They're, they're all brown. The horses, are, the horses are brown. The jockeys are quite small. One's wearing blue, one's wearing green. And our dude is wearing a yellowy colour. But he has got a green helmet. They're all wearing the same sort of beige trousers. So anyway, jockeys. I don't know if you wanted to know that. Ah, <laughs> technical terms. Oh, yeah. Right, so it's um, got a bit misty. But I can't see them through. Yeah, it's getting get, get a bit misty. They've obviously got one camera on a roof somewhere. So not that fussy, I think, is number six, the blue one. Who is right next to Ooh. Give Me a Copper. Give Me a Copper's pulling ahead. Come on, yeah. Give Me a Copper. Solomon Grey is the green one. Not think that fuse. The, the green one. Solomon Grey. All right. Number one is like a complete rookie. Right, okay. Um, so it, this, this whole race really should be between uh, the blue and Give Me a Copper. So it's neck and neck. Yes. Give Me a Copper's okay. ahead by a, a length. They kept saying that. Oh, what sort of length? A horse length or a... I assume it's a horse length. It looks like more like the length of a Range Rover now. It's getting a little bit more distance. He's stretching that length. It's a Range Rover pulling a quad bike. <laughs> On a trailer. Now, now he's, oh, look at it go. He's got a good lead now. It's a Range Rover with a caravan on the back. He's thinking, I'm glad I wore this headband. <laughs> the wind is whistling into my eyes. Anyways, he's coming around a sort of a bend. Yep. Whip that horse. Whip it. Whip it. <laughs> Whip it. Come on. Come on. Um, Give me a copper. Oh, shoot. <laughs>
You were ahead for so much of that race. It's doing so well for such a long time. What a shame. And I watched it live and I was like, oh my God, Lee's random guess is actually going to get this. And then that happened right at the last Damn. minute. Devastated. Well, that just, that's because you were involved. I know. Really. Should we do another one? Go I've on got, then. I've got a race lined up. No idea what the odds Have are. Have you got any horses for me this time yes. to choose from? Are you ready? Go on then. Cabu, Golden Warrior, Novello, Harry Three, Second Wind, Living the Dream, Lucky Man. Second Wind. Second Wind. Second wind. Lovely stuff. Okay, five pounds. I have to say, I was I was Place drawn to Golden Warrior, but second wind just. Whew, I felt Lovely. the spirits, the spirits whispering in my ears. Okey doke. Good. Mm. Well, I have no idea what his odds are, but I'll, I'll watch Who it if cares? I can. It's about the name. <laughs> exactly, it's all about the name. <laughs> I thought of something during the week. Right. Whether or not we could have like a food segment on our podcast. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Because Why I had not? this great idea of a, a like a foodie blog thing called Gobbledygeek. And I thought, well, that's a good name. I like it. It, it ticks a lot of boxes, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very nice. Question number one then this week. Yeah. As, you know, because we haven't really thought about it or ate anything that was interesting. Gobbledy or favorite, geeky. Favourite food or dish, Jim? It's got to be steak and chips. I know it's a cliche and boring and everything. I thought you being so very posh, you would have picked something sort of Londony and interesting. Coco Van. Steak and, <laughs> steak and chips. Steak and chips. Yeah, I quite like steak and chips. Mine, me personally. Yeah. If I was up, if I was in front of a firing squad, if before I'd gone in, because I don't think I'd want to sit in front of the firing squad eating my meal, so I'd do it just before. But anyway, final meal would be a fish finger sandwich. Yeah, I good, think good shout. hard to beat. A good Very fish good finger sandwich. Lots of butter, bit of ketchup in there. Yeah. Very nice. It's always our um, post-game night egg sandwich. <laughs> it's funny. I was As soon as I thought of the fish finger sandwich just then, it made me think of the egg sandwich. Oh, classic. <laughs> we always had that egg sandwich. <laughs> I often have it now. <laughs> really? So me and, me and Lee um, used to meet up pre-pandemic, really, once every few months. And we'd have a very late night of playing video games and drinking beer and eating curry. Now, this started a long time ago, back in the Halo days, didn't it? Yeah, Christ, when was back that? Halo. God, I loved Halo. Early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, Halo yeah. was a great game. Halo, all night into like three in the morning. Yeah. Glassing Christ. stuff. Just trying beers, to get to the end or the so, next level. Or... so drunk. Mm. They were good nights, eh? They were great fun. Well, when, when we're settled here and we've got all of the rooms sorted out, then we'll, we'll have to do a, a special video game podcast night. I mean, let, let's not raise expectations. We, we are both shit at video games. <laughs> this is not a game blog. No. <laughs> this, is, this is by no means going to impress anybody with our gaming <laughs> skills or knowledge. I think the, the fact that we are playing from like midday on the Saturday till four in the morning to complete it. Anyone else would have finished it by 10. Yeah. <laughs> right. We are, we're running out of time. So just very yep. quickly, I watched Guns Akimbo. <sighs> right. You've seen Guns Akimbo. Okay. I'm not going to lie. It's a lot of fun. It is. It's a lot of fun. It's a very, <laughs> it's a very good fun film. Um, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. It's silliness, but it's, it's really good. It reminded me of a bit of kick-ass yeah. and um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah. If, you, if you mash those yeah. two films together, you'd, you'd almost get yeah, I can see that. Guns Akimbo. It's brilliant. I think if it had had someone else as the lead and not Daniel Radcliffe, I probably, it might have passed me by. I might, I might have seen it and enjoyed it, but by the fact it was him in it 
character. He's a very good sort of good, snipey, <laughs> geeky, sarcastic like character. Yeah, it was, it was very good, isn't it? <laughs> okay, I think let's wrap this one up because the longer they go on, the harder they are to edit. As soon as we jump off of this, I am into the editing booth. So straight on. Straight, straight into it. A- any other burning issues from you? I thought about telling a story about Stephen Mardrum or possibly about a Nissan micro incident. Okay, well, why don't we save them? Wait until next time. (laughs) Yeah, let's save them for next time. (laughs) This is a good sign that I came into this completely unprepared and we've managed to Mm. fill an hour very, very easily. Just, just by well, chatting bollocks. So that's that's, that's, that's entirely because it's me that just carries on talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shows it's how good. much you contribute. <laughs> <laughs> I said a couple of bits. I'm sure. Up. Anyway, cool. people, if you're listening, Lee's going to sign off now. <laughs> I guess he's Don't glancing over to his script. Together with, he's got a little <laughs> gleeful look on his face. Here we go. Anyway, people, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, or talking to Jim with you listening. Uh, thank you very much. Well done, everybody. You listened extremely well this time. <laughs> and uh, I'll speak to you later. With love from Lee and from me. Bye bye. That's Jim. <laughs>